When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, it's Mark. And I'm Charity. And welcome to the Case Watch Podcast. Case Watch deals with content meant for a mature audience. Listener discretion is advised. Case Watch. Confirming the body found in Grand Teton National Park is Gabby Petito, and she was killed. We, the jury, in the above entitled action, find the defendant, Orenthal James Simpson, not guilty of the crime of murder. Late today, Chris Watts was officially charged with the murders of his wife and his two young girls. Remember these words. If it doesn't fit, you must acquit. Hey guys, this is John. I just want to say that I'm a brand new listener to your podcast and I absolutely love it. And I would love to be one of your creeps uh, located in Rochester, New York, upstate. Thanks, guys. See you. John, you are officially one of our creeps. You have now been baptized from Mark and Charity. Correct. As a creep. Creep. We love our creeps. We do. In upstate New York, I'm up that way all the time. My daughter lives just outside of Saratoga Springs. Nice. So... I'm up that way, John. If I'm ever up that way again, I'll let you know and we'll go hang out. Yeah, look for Mark wearing some of his some of his Case Watch gear. Yeah, I probably <laughs> bought more Case Watch gear than our, our creeps have. I love it. I wear that or those uh, shirts off the 488 rack at Walmart with like the, you know, Ice Cube or I Toy love, Story. I, I wear those everywhere. <laughs> I actually love those t-shirts. I do too. Do you know what I really love? What? When our listeners go to Apple Podcasts. They click five-star review, and then they write something funny. They do. I don't like when they say we're immature. Yeah. Someone said we're immature, guys. I don't think we have ever hid that about ourselves, but... No, like, Charity said it, like, 87,000 times. So, like, we're, like, two 14-year-old boys. Right. Nee, 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 nee. That's my Charity voice. Uh, it's pretty good. But, you know, I guess we're not going to be everyone's cup of tea, so... Yeah, it is what it is. It's fine. Peace out, guy. I'm, it was good while you, you know, were listening to us there for a while <laughs> until we got immature. Yeah, we're sorry. Yeah, all right. So now, everybody who knows me knows something. That I'm a Sally when it comes to paranormal activity. Yes, he is. And there's some (sighs) exciting things coming your way that I would like to pipe in on as well. All right. Because there's stuff Jared doesn't know, too. So to catch everybody up to speed, if you're not following me on Instagram or on Facebook, which shame on you, you should be. Because I accept all of my creepy friends on my personal page and the uh, various business pages that I do. Correct. So reach out, touch creep. So (laughs) 
I uh, yeah, that did kind of sound creepy. I'm gonna try not to be a mature charity. That's right. So I opened a photo studio. I've been a photographer for God knows 15 something years. I am a pro photographer. I shoot for magazines. I I do sports photography mostly, but I also like to do the art of boudoir. Guys, I danced when I did that. Did with his arms. I'm pretty all right. I think you're fantastic at it, actually. And I'm not just saying that because, you know. Charity's not just saying that because she wants to come work and do hair and makeup there. Well, no, because that's already been established, so it doesn't even matter. Guys, you could come and do case watch with us and get a uh, boudoir session done by both of us at the same time. It's kind of funny. All in one. All right. So now here's where it gets interesting. Interesting. This is a 1880s mansion that used to belong to the mayor of Nashua, New Hampshire. It's called the Chandler House. It's a very historic place. I'm actually super lucky that like I rented this entire mansion is my photo studio. And we're actually going to be doing case watch out of this building as well. Uh-huh. Maybe. Because there's an issue. Can I can I before you continue on? Sure. So as soon as I found out, guys, <laughs> a, a little charity. bit about that is a, <laughs> an historical, you know, building. As soon as I, or mansion, I should say, as soon as I found out about this, the first thing I say to Mark is, it's definitely haunted. It has to be. There's too much history in it. To which he became, you know, wanted to put, cover his ears yep. and tell me to stop. So. I said, don't ruin my good time. Shut up. <laughs> I was actually, the I, I was able to see the studios for the first time on Friday. And as soon as I walked through the door, I looked around and I said, oh yeah, there's, there's something in here. I can feel it. And he basically told me to be quiet again. And now you can continue on with the rest. All right. So this is a ginormous place, like huge. And I got the heebie-jeebies when I walk around there alone. So I am there on saturday and i have some contractors in there and they're doing work it's a husband and wife team and super nice people and the lady has done work in this house for years she's actually friends with the owner and that's how they they came in and she looks at me funny and she kind of like cocks her head sideways and i was like oh this is either gonna be cost more money or something so I, i wasn't expecting what came next though and she goes can i ask you something and i went yeah sure she goes have you um have you seen the little boy? And I was like, no, there's nobody here. She's like, no, 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 no. He lives here. And I'm like, no, nobody lives here. She's like, no, no, no. He's like old timey. Not like old. He's young. He's really young. He runs around here, but he wears like those three quarters pants. So like he's from like the 1800s. She was, I've seen him like 30 times. She goes, but don't worry. He just watches you. And I'm like, get me the F out of here. Guys, I got a hysterical call <laughs> from his vehicle on the way home. <laughs> that Cadillac came out of that parking lot, was up on two <laughs> wheels, and I was flying down the road back to Massachusetts. I love it. I love it. So then I settle myself down, and I'm like, this lady is just trying to upset me she's like trying to get me to you know she's gonna joke around with her husband later like oh i fooled that guy that's funny so i get to work the next day i had a session the day previous with um with one of my clients and i i give wine out and stuff like that because that's 
part of the experience. You of get course. wine, you get candy, you get food, you get whatever you want. It's all in your little dressing room. She happened to have red wine. And so I took the wine glass after I washed it and I brought it downstairs uh, because that's where the sink is in this building. And then I put it upside down on the corner of the sink so it would dry. And then I alarmed the building and then I left and I went home. Now there's cameras in here and there's an alarm system. I'm the only person with the code for the alarm system. And nobody entered that building because I have cameras and I know if somebody comes through the door because there's an alarm system and cameras. I'm just pointing that out again. Guys, he's kind of freaking out again. Yes. Like, <laughs> hello. So I get there the next day. I'm coming in. I'm like, do, 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 do. Great mood. No thought of that little kid wandering the building in his three quarter length pants. Like that was out of my mind. I walk in the bathroom to grab the wine glass and it's not on the sink. And I'm like, that's odd. I'm like, I, I left it on the sink. Like, I have OCD. Like, Charity knows this. Yes. Everybody who knows me closely, like, I have OCD. I know where I leave things. I do everything's in numbers. I like even numbers, guys. Like, I'm a two and four guy. Everything has to be groups of twos or fours. It's really weird. But this plays into the story. Just follow me along here. And I turn around, and the wine glass is sitting face up on the back of the uh, toilet across the room about eight feet away. Guys, I got another hysterical call. <laughs> she did. <laughs> On his way home. <laughs> and then, yeah, boy, I'm kind of like all goosebumpy here. He really, his face is red. Like, <laughs> I'm not, we're not playing into this. No. He's, he's petrified that he's going to see something, someone or something's going to happen. So fast forward a little bit later on into the session. I have another person there and I'm in one room. She's into, uh, you know, the dressing area and I'm getting ready to go. I'm getting the cameras all set up and stuff like that. And I hear what I thought was like her on the phone with speakerphone. I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, I get it. I mean, she's on the phone talking to somebody. I don't know. And then she walks in and she goes, I'm sorry. I couldn't hear what you were saying. What was that? Oh, boy. And I was like, um, I didn't say anything. I was like, you were on the phone back there. She's like, my phone's right over here with right there by you. Oh, boy. And I'm like, oh, I clear as day heard somebody talking. She's like, I did, too. I thought you were asking me something. And I'm like, holy shenikes. <laughs> I am not staying here after you leave. So we did our session. And she was kind enough because I she could obviously tell I was clearly freaked the F out. So she, you know, waited while I set the day up because I like to set up for the next day. So this is where Charity doesn't know. Uh -oh. So I set up Reese's peanut butter eggs because I love them. So I leave eight, two sets of four side by side right on top of the changing area. So, you know, women love chocolate. Of course. So I left eight. So I got to work the next morning. What? There was seven. One was missing. Not there. No rapper. Nobody's been in this building, Charity. So, oh, my goodness. Now I'm freaked out because there was eight there. Now you're freaked out? I'm more freaked out. So I had originally, when Charity was kind of razzing me about this place being haunted, I called the landlord. I'm like, I just got to ask, is this place haunted? And he's like, oh, no, 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 no. That's, that's wives' tale. It's stupid. So I called him up again. I'm like... This place is clearly haunted. He's like, oh, yeah, I know it is. Everybody says it is, but I didn't want you to not move in. And I'm like, oh, boy. Now I'm stuck here. 
He's like, you know, you're really good with the cameras. We should do a ghost hunt here. Yes. Yes, I'm all for it. Oh yeah, Charity's Charity's knocking down the door when I was telling her I about am this. All for it. So, guys, we might actually do a live ghost hunt from this building at yes. some point. I don't know. It was cool. Like, do you guys a flavor and check it out. It's called the Chandler House, Nashua, New Hampshire. It's on Main Street. That's the building. It's historic. It was the town library. Yep. It was the original mayor's house. Like this house is this place is gorgeous. It's absolutely gorgeous. And if you're so inclined, you can check out my new venture, which you can also see Charity there on Sundays and Mondays. She's the hair and makeup artist. Cat's mm-hmm. out of the bag, guys. Yep. It's called Boudoir Noir. That name was actually, see, Charity doesn't even know. The Case Watch Crime Creep Group. I put out a poll to help name this business, and this was one of the suggestions, and we went ahead and went with it. See? So, Boudoir Noir. It's great. Follow it on Facebook if you want. You can get to see all the little fun stuff that me and Charity do on the side. Like I've said before, Charity and I just don't do a podcast together. We actually get along and like to do little side ventures as well. We sure do. And I love to make fun of Mark. She does. So I actually were supposed to record from there live today. But something is not letting us record. I brought up a whole... I have a, I have three separate podcast and video studios people who know me know that they know the different there isn't a secret guys like i host numerous shows that's obvious i do video shows i do you can find me on tv you can hear me on the radio like it is what it is if you look hard enough for me you can find me so i have multiple studios so i packed up one of them brought it to the new place set up a beautiful studio and nothing wants to freaking work. It just gets static. I don't know what's going on. It scares me. The building is haunted, and I'm stuck there for a year because I got a freaking lease, and this building is super expensive. I love this. So now I'm tormented every single day. This brings me so much joy, guys. It does. She called my girlfriend and was like, I love the fact that Mark does not love this. Yep. <laughs> yep. I love it. We had a real nice chuckle. Yes, they sure did. All right. Thanks for indulging me. I had to tell you guys how I was the the ginormous scaredy cat. I think they already know you're a scaredy cat. I get antagonized repeatedly on Facebook. I know, but it's so fantastic. <laughs> it's out of love, Mark. Oh, my God. I absolutely love it. Christopher posted something yesterday in the Crime Creep group that absolutely had me laughing my behind off. It was uh, how to get ready for a Zoom call and it's got a cat taped to the wall. I'm like... That is like every single episode with Sophie. If you listen close, you can usually hear her crying at the door because all she wants to do is hang out in this room. She does. It's freaking hilarious. So that made my day. You should bring Sophie to the new studio because they say animals can sense things. No, because it's going to freak me out even more. It might possess my cat. Oh. And bring it back here. That's true. That's why we live in a newer house. There's no ghosts in this place. That you know of. (laughs) Will you stop? It's killing me. I'm not even going to sleep in my car. For the love of God. All right. Let's move on to the actual episode today. Let's Charity, do it. what do we got? So um, I thought it would be good if we did an entire episode of some updates. I love it. And some current things that are going on. Absolutely. Real quick, I just want to touch on something. Not a lot of information, but just to kind of give people a heads up. Be careful when you donate to GoFundMes. There's a whole thing going on right now uh, about some scumbag scammers out of Florida who are trying to profit off the death of the 14-year-old Tyree Sampson who fell from that ride. So sad. Creating a fake GoFundMe account and trying to get information and get money from people. What is wrong with people in the society? It's so sickening. I have a few questions, though. I mean, how did this person not think people would find out? That's a good question. Um, 
my other question is, uh, how did this person make it this long being a scumbag in life without getting their butt kicked? That's a good question as well. Um, another one is why they're a scumbag. Yeah, there's lots of questions, huh? Yeah, I don't like this kind of stuff at no. all. I can't stand when people take advantage of people. Like it just drives me absolutely nuts. I agree. You have a family that is going through the worst pain in the world right now, and they have to deal with this. Yep. They can't not deal with it. They have to. Like it has to be taken care of. Mm-hmm. And there's still questions on who's liable, what's happening, and these are things that this family has to sit and think of every day. And the last thing they want to think about is some idiot, you know, scamming them for money. Yep. It really, oh, that's right. Sorry, we're recording. Charity really grinds my goat. Oh, I feel bad for your goat. Yeah, stuff like this, there's no place for that. If you are a Case Watch listener and you're a scumbag who does stuff like this, please stop listening. Yeah. I don't want you to hear Uh, our cool, immature podcast. Mark, our Case Watch listeners would never do that. I hope not. They're pretty cool. They follow us on Instagram at notmarkb for me, charity underscore Case Watch. Text and voicemail line, guys. Be just like all the other creeps that like to call us each and every week. Six zero three two one two four six zero zero. Good job, Mark. I've been slowing it down. I all right. So I have to admit, apparently, I get excited and I talk fast sometimes. So I've heard from like three or four people that have said you really breeze through that phone number. So I listened back and I was like six zero three two one two forty six hundred, and I'm like, this sounds normal to me. And then I listened to it. And I was like, oh wow, yeah, I wouldn't even be able to figure that one out. They have to put it in slow mode. mode. <laughs> yeah, and it's still too fast. It's still too fast. <laughs> oh, all right. Let's move on. Charity, what is we, one of the updates you have for us? Okay, so this is something that just happened that I would like to get opinions on. Okay, because I don't know what you're going to talk about, so you're going to get straight from the hard opinions for me. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the, did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. According to the new Boston Police Department, a call came in for a welfare check at the home of David McMichael. The caller was apparently an out-of-state relative and requested the police to check on David's son, Jason. He hadn't been seen in quite a long time, four years to be exact, by the way, guys. Oh, wow. McMichael's home is located about 150 miles northeast of Dallas. 
When officers asked David if he knew why they came to his home, he told them it was because he had a body in his kitchen. Oh. Yes, a body in his kitchen. Hmm. He then continued saying the body was his son, Jason's, and he had passed back in 2018. David McMichael was arrested and charged with the abuse of a corpse. The new Boston police announced March 30th. It came to light that David's son, Jason, died in May of 2018. Oh, my God. No family members were notified. Four years ago, maybe the family wasn't that close or didn't live nearby. Do you know what I mean? Like, if they were all out of state, then I could understand that. So I can kind of understand it, and you kind of get a pass for two of those years with COVID because things were just weird. That's true. But there's still two other years there. Yeah. That's the only thing I can think of. But the other, my other question is, what about neighbors? Would neighbors have noticed? And again, before we, we don't know too, too yeah, much. So we don't thing. know, like, he could have been special needs and didn't come in and out of the house very often. There's not a ton of information yet because they can't release it. That's sad. But it's just so strange. Like, I'm so interested for more details, aren't you? I'm 100%. This is getting put down on my little yeah. case sheet over here. I want a more. First day Englishing, guys. I'm going to write this down. I'm going to leave it in because Charity says I always take out my mess ups and leave hers in. <laughs> so I am going to leave this in just for her. She's grinning from ear to ear. <laughs> I'm going to put this down well, I on my to paper it. to keep track and watch this one. I added to it. Yeah. I got a bunch of good ones of you. I'm just going to, I'm going to, before one of these episodes, I'm going to do all your mess ups that I cut out. Cause I delete mine, but I, I record yours See, down and guys, keep them. Guys, this is when it's not fair. <laughs> he knows how to do that stuff. Oh, I love it. I got like five of them right here. Right on my desktop. I no, won't play them don't today. Do it, though. Don't do it. I, <laughs> the funny ones are when you mess up and you start dropping four letter words, like a sailor at yourself. <laughs> I love those Mark, ones. I don't do that. You're right. You're, you're a lady of... High, I don't know, what do you call that? High society. High society. Yeah, right. you, walk, you walk with a teacup on top <laughs> yeah, of your right. head, holding books on a oh, finger. Oh, good Lord. Well, police are obviously investigating the details of Jason's death. He Was he murdered by his father? Or you would he, think they would let something out about that. Or did he die of natural causes and his father <sighs> just couldn't let him go, kind of like Carl Tanzler. And if that's the case, that's really sad. That is, yeah. I didn't even, that, that didn't case? even hit my head right there until you said that. Yeah, the remains of the body have been taken to Southwest Institute of Forensic Sciences to be identified, and a full autopsy will be performed. And we will for sure keep people updated on oh, this. Oh, 100%. I, I need to know more, too. Yeah, I do, too. That's a sad situation. I just hope for the best out of that, that it was. So here's what I, uh, this is what my hopes, my hopes are that this man did not do anything to hurt his son. Sadly, the best scenario for me is that the son died somehow of natural causes. And he was so, so grief stricken that he couldn't bring himself to admit that he had passed. Could be. You know, I don't know. We'll see. I, I just, ugh, I really hope he didn't, there wasn't foul play. It's really sad that that's what we're hoping is the bright side. Because I know. it's just so horrible. I agree. Okay, here's the next one. Brian Laundrie's parents ugh. seek to dismiss Petito family's lawsuit, obviously, right? Yep. Good old Stephen Bertolino. Who has now blocked my phone number, by the way, because <laughs> I sent him a text. He despises Mark, but that's yeah, okay. He, he doesn't like me. Hi, Steven. We were text buddies there for a while. 
He says the allegations in the lawsuit are baseless and frivolous. He goes on to say the Laundries have exercised their constitutional right to refrain from speaking and have relied on counsel to speak for them. This is not only common practice in our civilized society, but it embodies the exercise of fundamental rights under the United States and Florida constitutions. This dude just loves to hear himself talk. Yes. Like you could have just said they're they're using their con, con- oh I can't never mind. <laughs> Constitutional rights. There you go, guys. You could have just simply said that, but no, you had to go on and embellish and embellish and embellish because you had to use those big lawyery terms. Yeah, which charity has a hard time saying. <laughs> <laughs> so that does make me mad sometimes when you hear that because you know, my girlfriend watches crime shows like they're going out of style. And I hate it when I hear the cops say so we brought him in for an interview and he asked for a lawyer. So we instantly thought he was guilty. No, right. he's expressing his constitutional right, it's which true. he should. He should. There was a bunch of cases years ago. We should cover this. And there was a case where the cops brought somebody in about their stepfather being actually they brought him in because he was dead. They don't even know if he was murdered. Oh, but they got this, this un- individual who was under, I think he was under 18. I think he was like 17. Got him to admit that he murdered his stepdad. Wow. Like a year later, come to find out. He didn't. He didn't. That happens a lot. Yeah. Yeah. We, we should look that into that. That happens a lot. It's sad. That's why the first thing I tell, and it makes my girlfriend so mad. I look at her and I just say every time, you say one word and only one if you're ever picked up by cops. Lawyer. Yeah. It's That's true. It. It's true. Protect you your know. rights. Exactly. There's what we have them for. They're a constitutional right. Now, I'm not saying hinder prosecution. I'm not saying any of that stuff. I'm just saying exercise your rights. That's all. Right. That's what we have them for. Right. So he goes on to say that the laundries cannot be held liable for exercising their legal rights. Yes, we understand that, yes. as Mark just stated. Gabby's parents are seeking damages of at least $100,000, stating that they suffered pain and mental anguish as a result of the willingness and maliciousness of the laundries. So we talked about this mm-hmm. in previous. I got to try to do it like that voicemail we just got today that we just yeah. played, but we yeah. haven't played for you guys yet. Yes. Uh-huh. Exactly. I loved it. It made me so happy. And we're going to play that in a couple of weeks. We are. So I don't know. Like, what do you think about this? It's not going to bring her back. It's I mean, not. I get the, the fact. And trust me, if I was in their shoes, I would be suing any and everybody. But right. at the end of the day, show me evidence. Show me proof. Just like that movie I had everybody watch. It's not what you know. It's what you can prove right. in court. Right. Unfortunately, that's the way it is. Do I, my opinion, guys, this is, we're, at, we're entering Mark's opinion zone. Uh-oh. This is not facts. This is not anything. It's my opinion. Opinion. Charity, come in Mark's opinion world. Okay, I'm in it right now. No matter how guilty we could think that family is, there's no way to prove that they were. Well. Unless there's a smoking gun that we're not sure well, of. So here's the other thing. So, I mean, if they're going to take the money and put it into the Gabby Petito Foundation. Yep. I think that would be fantastic because that's just going to help that yeah. foundation find other missing girls and or people in whatever. To your point, I don't know how they could possibly prove it. Yeah, if they could, trust me, I'm pretty sure that the FBI and law enforcement and every, everybody else would be all over them. Well, there are some new allegations that were not previously mentioned in the original lawsuit. There is no evidence contained in the suit to support these allegations, but Gabby's parents could certainly introduce the evidence during legal proceedings. Pat Riley, Petito and Schmidt's lawyer, 
was asked by WFLA now if they have the evidence to back up the allegations in the lawsuit. And this is what he had to say. They'll have to wait and see. If we didn't believe it to be true, we wouldn't have put them in the complaint. Interesting. Yeah, right, because everything a lawyer ever files is always true. Right. So it is going to it is going to be interesting to see how this plays out. You know, will they settle or will they if will it actually go into the court system? I, I am one hundred percent Petito family supporter. I am too. I am one hundred percent. It's just like I said, it's hard to you can't let a motion run court proceedings. Well, we had this discussion. Yeah. In one of a pre- our previous, you know, episodes. There you go. I was I was I was just leaving you out there hanging on the ed- edge of the uh, the ship, <laughs> the, walking that plank to see if you were going to come up with that. The word. Alyssa Bustamante. I was just sitting over here like <laughs> the Alyssa Bustamante. Where, there you go. Where the mother was wanted to sue everybody. But okay, I, so I did get an update about that. Somebody did send me a message. I probably should have mentioned this before. Oh, the okay. reason why is because her minion of morons that support her were sending in crap loads of money to her, and she was profiting off of this in prison. Oh, now, okay. It makes sense to me. Okay, so she was angry about that. Why should she get money? Yeah, I understand that. I get now. it. I get that. And I just coined minion of morons, so Which, I'm super happy I with that one, t- by the way. We have so many more t-shirts. Oh, my God. Me. That's it. New t-shirt right there. Minion, minion of, of morons. morons. Love it. Love it. It's right up there with the uh, dartboard of douchebags. That shirt sells like the best out of all of them. And also. She's wearing, out okay, Charity's wearing the, the douche tree shirt. Yep. It's so funny how a comment that just like gets thrown out, like just becomes something. It becomes something. It, if it's you like, look back, if you like wrestling, it was just like the Stone Cold throughout that. Austin 316 says, I just kept your candy. Burp. <laughs> I censored myself there. He didn't even press his button. Here. Because the button, I don't have that that board pulled oh, up. I have, oh. it, I'm over one. I don't know. Well, let's see what's on this one. Ready? <gasps> All right. So magical music I is like in, where, in where my... Uh, Case Watch Court and my other stuff is. I forgot to switch it over. I like that. So anyways, that's a little update on that. Uh, we'll keep keep you filled in. I want to know what you guys think. I do too. I really do. Reach out to us. Yep. All of our social media. Yes, please. So another little update is on Lauren Smithfield's episode 37. Uh, she was the 23-year-old black woman that was oh, found dead so of a supposed drug overdose after a bumble date. There really is no more new information yet. I keep checking and checking and checking, hoping. Yeah, this one makes me extremely mad. It makes me really mad. And uh, come to find out there's been more than one other uh, woman of color that uh, was not even, her, her family members weren't even called when, when their bodies were found. So something needs to be done. And um, I want I want answers for this. I, I want to know what actually happened. We do know that the parents uh, got their own autopsy done, but I couldn't find any information on that yet. So I'm thinking they, I'm sure they have the yeah. results, but maybe they're just not sharing because I know they're going the legal route. So we'll, I, as soon as we know something, I will. Here's what bugs me on all of these. There's a couple cases, you know, some of them we just, we go through and we move on and we move to the next one. And there's a couple that just stick with me. Yeah, that was one of them. That's one that still I think about. I just think about how that guy is just roaming around enjoying life. Like well, it reminds me back of, it's like a movie. It really yeah. is. It's like a movie where this guy just got away well, with and, supposedly whatever. And how inept the police were. Oh like my God. The family were the ones that found evidence. Who hired Barney Fife in that uh, freaking town? That made me really mad. And the fact that, you know, 
I don't know. There's so many things, guys, that I, I need answers. So I do too. We're going to keep following that one as well. We will. Also, episode 18, the Eric Smith episode. Eric uh, mm, was, yes. was the guy that killed the four-year-old Derek Robbie on August 2nd, 1993 in New York. By the way, I was in here recording something last night while Kristen screamed at the top of her lungs. And she read about this case and she's like, you guys should really cover this. I'm like, if you really loved me, you would probably know that we did cover this case. Uh oh. <laughs> uh oh. She's like, you guys did? I'm like, do you know how to use like podcasts? Like, you have one of your Poor own. Kristen. Do you know how to listen to other people's? Like, Poor mainly the love of your life. And she's like, I was just trying to give you a case idea yeah <laughs> it's just I, I just made her look at me like i had eight heads it was hilarious that's funny so eric was released from jail this february yeah i saw that his parents spoke out for the first time to jim axelrod on 48 hours that is a name that's an awesome name there's a couple Hi. names that i like i am jim axelrod if you're from new england <laughs> then you know wrong. you probably are <laughs> but if you're from new england you know i'm duke Castiglione. Yes. That's another like real man's so good. news name. Like I love it. Every time he comes on, I do that same thing. I put my arm on my side and I say it. I'm like, Duke Castiglione. But do we think it's, is it real or is it a stage name? Cause sometimes God, I hope names. it's real. I if it's going to be real. a stage name, I'm going to name myself like something even better. Help me come up with Mark's stage name. That'd oh be dear God. Oh my <laughs> I can't God. wait to see these pour in guys. I cannot wait. In August of 1994, he can, guys, he's already laughing about what he's going to say. I know they're going to be horrible. I love it, though. But it's going to be awesome. In August of 1994, Eric was tried as an adult and sentenced to nine years to life in prison. Nine years after the murder, Eric had his first parole hearing and was denied. Every two years, he would be able to go before the parole board. And every two years, Derek's parents had to hear again and again the horrific details of their son's death. <sighs> Doreen Robbie had this to say. It upsets me. The fact that we have to beg to keep this killer behind bars. They could decide that, well, now he's done his time and we're going to let him go. It scares the hell out of me. In 2009, Eric told CBS News he hoped to become a counselor so he could help other kids who were bullied like he was. Eric has also said after years of therapy, he was a changed man. You can label me as a monster, a cold-blooded killer, a demon child, Satan incarnate. Doesn't mean that's who I am. I want to, you know, get married and raise a family, you know, hold down, you know, a job, pursue the American dream. His dream would have to wait as he got denied parole again and again until October 2021. Eric, now 41 years old, went before the board for the 11th time. He told the board he had found love and now has a fiance. He also stated that he felt. Wait a minute. I don't even have a fiance and I'm not in prison. We have to, well, we've already talked. We're going to do episodes on that. Yes. That's a whole demographic of people. Ugh, yeah. Weird. He also stated that he felt God was calling on him to do ministry while in the clink. I like that. Good one. She loves when <laughs> she uses funny so words. Much, I don't know. He got a degree in crusade evangelism. He had this to say, I am not a threat. The 13 year old kid that took Derek's life is not the man sitting in front of you talking. If you were to give me the chance, I would not only prove that I'm not a threat, but I would also definitely be an asset to society. This time the board decided to give him a chance and he was released in November. After hearing the news of Eric's upcoming release, 
the Savannah community held a peaceful protest showing support for the Robbies, making it clear they were against his release. All right. So just like with the Lauren Smith Fields case, this is one that just sits with me that I don't know how I feel. Oh, guys. So here's a couple things for me. Um, I have a hard time. People, people can change. Yes. He stated, and it must be documented if they let him out, that he has done lots of work, gone through therapy, worked really hard to find out why he did what he did and, you know, seems to have remorse for it. And, you know, 40, 41 years old, 42, he's got quite a bit of life ahead of him. Now, I can totally understand where the parents are coming though i can understand this is why i said i can understand both sides it's so hard for me when you hear someone say i want to live the american dream and do all the things that their son can't do because of this person i mean if you put yourself in their shoes it's really hard really hard oh everything about this case is really hard i understand both sides of this yeah he was just a kid himself he was i mean first of all let me just call attention to this because it really kind of peed me off I love our Facebook page and I love when people interact. I don't like when people argue with each other. And this case caused an argument it the didn't, other night. But it wasn't even an argument. It was someone who said something <sighs> nasty to someone else. Yeah, it was kind of nastiness. Yeah. And I kind of took it. And I, I actually read it. And then Charity actually called me. He's like, did you see this? Yeah, and I'm like, me. I just did. It bothered me. Because, you know, guys, it's okay to have difference of opinion. Yeah, just be good creeps to each other, you please. You know, Mark and I disagree many times, but we don't get into arguments over it because... Oh, and we do. We don't put it on the air. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it, it should be an open discussion, right? Because yes. everybody, somebody might have an opinion that's different than yours that makes you look at something a different way. Life's better with American Family Insurance because our home policies help protect your dreams and come with peace of mind. Save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote, find an agent at amfam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit amfam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. I will never turn down when somebody comes with a different no. of opinion than I have. As long as it's approached correctly. Absolutely. Don't come at me and then start saying names because then you're just going to get cut down. Right. And it was very close to me thinking like, should I leave this on here or not? Because the guy did have points in his jerk response. He did. He did. It's just. It was the way it was worded. Toning. It was. That's all. Tone it differently. And I get some people, you know, you get, you get very passionate about feeling a certain way, but you know what? Let's be kind to one another. Let's we always said, be good humans. Be good humans. You can have different opinions. You can actually post your different opinions on the socials, but just be nice to one another, guys. Yeah, I didn't actually say that earlier. Facebook and Instagram, Case Watch Podcast. Twitter, Case Watch Pod. I don't do much with Twitter. Twitter confuses you me. Don't, I don't really understand. Should. I don't understand Twitter. Because every time you do, people pipe on in. I know. I should. I need someone to help me out with Twitter. I don't know what to do there. I really don't. That's like it's weird. It's like this world I've never dabbled in. Hmm. I'm pretty good with Facebook sometimes. Instagram. I bet you know what. I'm okay. I bet your daughter would be able to get, to help. Oh my God, you're right, Aubrey. You were just calling me, asking me where this week's episode was, and I told you it's delayed because we now release on Tuesdays and Fridays. Yes. 
Help your old poppy out with Twitter because I don't know what to do. She's the perfect age demographic for her. She'll know exactly what to do. Just tell her what you need her to do and she'll do it. I Aren't they on that snappy thing now that I don't understand how to use oh, either? Oh, Snapchat. I, I love don't, Snapchat. I don't know how to use that oh either. Oh my God. I use it on the TV. I, I, I do. I downloaded it. Faces on the and TV. all I do is like do that face weird thing with yeah. it. And like, okay, so now I record myself as a giraffe and I'll send it to Kristen and she's just is like, why, why am I with okay, you? Okay. So now <laughs> do that to. When you're watching TV, do it to celebrities' faces on TV. It is a game changer. I'll have to check it out. It is so funny. Okay, sorry. So yeah, guys, <laughs> let us know. Maybe we are immature. <laughs> I don't think we've ever hid the fact. Yeah, that we're maybe very that immature. guy was onto something. I think he is, or her. We don't know if it was a he or her, but it doesn't matter. But yeah, guys, let us know what you think. Uh, you know, let us know if you still have the same opinion about this case, or if something's changed. You know. I Who still knows? don't know what I feel. I really don't. I don't either. Because I said that to you earlier when we talked about it, and I'm just like, I don't know. The one thing that really does bother me, though, is if you go back, guys, and listen to the episode, I talk about exactly how he murdered. Yeah. And that so part, it wasn't just like a quick little, hey. Yep. Not that that makes it any better. I'm not saying that. But when you hear, he thought about what he was going to do. Yeah. So, he really did. I can put myself in both parents' shoes. Yeah. I really can. Yep. It's sad. It's I feel so bad sad. for all of them. Well, and if we rem- you remember, his parents, as soon as they, they thought he yeah. might be involved, they contacted the authorities immediately. They good were humans. really good humans. Yep. So anyways, let's move on. Let's move on to the Chochilla, Chowchilla kidnapping in 1976. Do you remember this? I don't know a thing about this. <gasps> Mark, guys, it was a movie. There was a movie. And I didn't remember it until I started reading this. This is this is something that just came. I'll let you know if it hits the uh, hits the uh, smart light in my head here. Okay. All right. Are you ready? Excited. Are you guys ready? I'm ready. At about four p.m. July fifteenth, nineteen seventy six, a bus filled with twenty six students between the ages of five and fourteen from Dairyland Elementary School, being driven by Frank Edward Ray was headed home from a class trip. This sounds vaguely familiar. They had been at the Chowchilla Fairground swimming pool when a random van blocked the road. Ed, as the kids called him, stopped, of course, and three men with their faces covered and armed approached the bus. Two of the men boarded the bus. One held a gun to Ed's head while the other drove the bus. Let's, let's just take a minute to just think about how scared these children were. It, it's horrendous. I couldn't imagine. I couldn't put myself in that situation. And, and the bus driver with a gun to his head. Like, I can't even, like, just even this before you even get into the rest of it, just that part alone. This isn't the case I thought you were going to talk about. Oh. So where I was, like, excited, like, oh, I know where she's going. This oh, isn't the same okay. one. But the, now I'm excited to hear, though. Yeah. The third armed man followed the bus in the van. These poor kids must have been terrified. The bus was driven to an area near the Chowchilla River where there was another van parked. Everyone was loaded into the two vans and were driven around for a total of 11 hours. Oh, my God. So now you're in these vans and the vans were were creepy vans and all of the windows were blacked out. So you're in pitch black in a van, scared out of your mind with guys that have guns. I, I can't even... That, that Try to put yourself me right, into that right situation. Now, never mind Ooh. being a child. Finally, they were taken to a quarry in Livermore where there was a moving truck 
the three men, like a box truck, okay, had previously buried. Huh. The entire bus load was made to climb down a ladder into the buried truck. There were some mattresses, a little water, and a little bit of food. Ed and a 14-year-old boy named Michael Marshall and the other children worked at stacking the mattresses so they could stand up on them to try to escape. The top of the truck was covered with metal with a metal sheet and weighed down with two 100-pound industrial batteries. Talk about premeditation. Yeah. You buried a box truck. That is not something small. No. How do you? Jesus. Wow. I have questions. Yeah. Ed and Michael worked for hours and finally were able to move the lid and escaped. Thank goodness. This was a six. This was a full 16 hours of terror. So from the time they were stopped in the bus till they got out. It was 16 full hours. Just the two of them escaped? Where oh, everybody no, else? Everybody. everybody. Okay. They okay. got everybody. everybody. everybody they, did. they were able to get the top open and everybody, all of the students out. And in fact, Ed, the bus driver, he got all kinds of accolades and awards, thank God, because wow. he saved these. And this, is, this was my other question, right? Not only is it pitch black, you don't know what's happening. You yeah. think you're going to die. Who knows the o- type of oxygen that's coming down there? Like if you're buried... That it, all around it, it petrifies me. I, just, I have like eight thousand questions, but I'm not going to ask them until you continue reading because you're probably going to. What usually happens? I'll ask a question, and Charity's like, "Yo, I, that's yeah, what I'm getting to the next I sentence." Research that, Mark. Just kidding. The kidnappers were Frederick Woods. Now, Frederick actually owned the quarry. James Schoenfeld and Richard Schoenfeld. Why did these men commit this crime? You ask. They had planned to demand five million in ransom. Dumb asses. Talk about stupid criminals. Yeah. There's no place on earth for these. No, because, because the part of the reason they were able to escape was because the stupid idiots were asleep because they had been driving around for 11 hours. All right. I got to, I got to say something. Okay. We got to stop saying idiots and stuff like that because okay. I actually had a couple comments that said, we don't use our favorite word anymore. They think we were censored. They're douchebags. Yeah, they are douchebags. Douchebags, douchebags. Douchey douchebags. They're douchey Are you guys happy bags. now? I've yeah. now said douchebags like eight times. Like eight times. I know. I forgot. It's like our, our trademark. I know. Trademark. Oh, it's our trade. This is two yes. now. Yes. It's my our trademark word, and we kind of stopped using it. And I apologize for that. But don't worry. We're bringing douche back. We're bringing douche back. <laughs> Guess it's back. Guess. Douche is back again. Tell a friend. <laughs> I think I did that once before. Didn't we do that song? Yeah, I did do that song I before. So. Yeah, I got to stop singing. I just don't get it, though. Like, all that planning for what? For Yeah. How long do you think Give it took break. them to bury that truck? All right. So, at first, I thought, like, this is outlandish. But once you said he owns a quarry, which means he probably has access to big equipment, he probably dug a hole, yep. placed it down in there. That's a lot of forethought that went into this. Yeah. And a lot of, like, happenstance, how everything worked out here. Something just still seems fishy about this whole situation. I, I, there had to be more people involved than just these no, three. No, it was just the three of them. All right. That's your story so, and you're sticking to it. All three of the men were arrested, convicted, and sentenced to life in pre- prison. Now, a couple of them tried to run off. One of them turned himself in after eight hours. But they, they, they got them all eventually. Frederick Woods was the head of the trio. And like I said, the quarry belonged to him. So he did all the planning for the kidnapping. So he was the head honcho, I guess. He was head douche. He was head douche. And then the two brothers were double douche on the side. Do you remember the old Bob Newhart show? Yes. I'm Larry. This is my brother, Daryl. This is my brother, Daryl. Yeah. like, 
I'm head douche. That's little douche. And that's the little douche. <laughs> I like that. I do too. June of 2012, Richard Schoenfeld was released on parole. And in 2015, his older brother James was released. Wait, I thought they were life in prison. Well, they had possibility of parole. Oh, I didn't hear that part. Okay. Well, I don't think, I don't know if I said it, but they obviously did. I'm sorry, but you uh, steal a bus full of kids. Well, this is going to be the question, right? In 2019, Frederick Woods, the head honcho, was denied parole for the seventh time. At Frederick's parole hearing in 2012, one of his victims, Jennifer Brown Hyde, had this to say. They buried me alive. They stole my childhood and caused me immense emotional pain over the years. It affected my life, my parents' lives, and my children's lives. For me, it's having to deal with the hatred and anger towards other human beings, and that's a struggle that almost 40 years later I still deal with. Until recently, I slept with a nightlight. I have anxiety attacks when I'm in a confined place. I'm fortunate I'm not incarcerated or hooked on drugs, which is how some of the kids dealt with it. Incarcerated? Did I say it right? No, you said incarcerated. I love it, though. Did I really? You I'm did. I'm sorry, guys. Oh, Christopher's going to be all over that. Because <laughs> this is their second time saying incarcerated. I love incarcerated. it. Incarcerated. All right, whatever. <laughs> and then the sniff. It's, it's just, it's all going downhill from now. Give me a lift smack so we can just no. move on. <laughs> she goes on to say, I'm as okay as a broken person can be. So. All right. Picture this right now. People, I get it, and I get what she's saying, and I get how she feels, because no matter what, imagine being her child. That's because what I was, no yep. matter what happens in life, even though the you would probably win the Megabucks twice before something like this happened again. Right. But in the back of your head, you I can't fear. blame her. That I would know. be in my head, like, oh, something like this could happen to my kid, and I would, like, helicopter parent them. Yep. So, according to Wikipedia... A study involving the kidnapped children found that they suffered panic attacks, nightmares involving kidnappings and death, and personality changes. Many of them had fears of cars, the dark, the wind, the kitchen, mice, and dogs, which I don't don't know why that is, but obviously it's something because they all had it. Probably full of mice down there. I didn't even think of that. Maybe there was a dog barking. Who knows? We don't know the triggers that were there. Wow. I didn't even think of that, Mark. One of the children shot a Japanese tourist with a BB gun when his car broke down in front of his house because he probably automatically assumed it was something bad, right? Yeah. Many of the children continued with these trauma symptoms for at least 25 years. Some have struggled with substance abuse and depression and have gone to jail for doing something controlling to somebody, probably because they couldn't control that situation, right? In 2016, the 25 surviving children settled a lawsuit for an undisclosed amount. The money was paid out of Frederick Woods' trust fund. Good. Yeah, the guy should have nothing. Good. I agree with this. Yeah, me too. Um, it was reported to say that it was, it, they all kind of said it was enough to kind of help a little bit, not enough to like buy a house, but it didn't, it, it didn't There's help. There's no amount of money that's going to take that that's pain exactly away. That's exactly what I was trying to say. Frederick has recently been recommended for parole. This hearing was his 18th time in front of the parole board. The now 70-year-old man had this to say at the recent hearing. I've had empathy for the victims, which I didn't have then. I've had a character change since then. I was 24 years old. Now I fully understand the terror and trauma I caused. I fully take responsibility for this heinous act. Oh, oh so, something's in my nose. Bullshit! Oh. Excuse me. Whew, oh. I had sneezed there. Oh. Sorry, something, something caught me there. Wow. Sorry. Wow. That was just a sneeze. Yeah, it was just a sneeze, guys. 
The decision will be reviewed by the California Board of Parole Hearings Legal Division. Governor Gavin Newsom then has 30 days to review the panel's decision. The governor can only reverse the decision if the inmate was convicted of murder, and in this case, there was no murder. Looks like Frederick is likely to be a free man. A seconding. I, what do you think? You think uh, there, was, there was no murder, but this was the, this is. I, if you're an adult and you commit an act against a child, no yeah, matter what it is. I agree. I, I know. The last case is hard because that was a child doing an act on another child. Correct. This is a full grown. Yep. Dumb adult that got two idiots to follow him. Right. And they took it, not only other adults, but a whole busload of children. I wonder why the other two got out earlier because they, they weren't the Probably turned on the other guy. We don't <gasps> oh, know the situation there. Oh, that's right. So I'm, again, we're waiting for more information to come out, but this just actually just happened. So. I say we release them and then we put them in a box truck. Yes. In the quarry. Yes. Buried. He's out. We, we give him enough mattresses. So he can get just short of reaching the top. <laughs> That's good. That's punishment right hey, there. You know. It's like you stack him up. He's like, I got enough. I got enough. And he gets there and he's like, oh, I'm just short. Three feet too short. Wow. Yeah. yeah. See, I'm not vindictive or anything. No. No, not at all. Justice served cold. Yep. I don't know. This guy deserves to rot in there from my opinion. Your opinion? Yes. We should do an opinion shirt that's an onion with a bunch of different yes, stuff on the different I little, like that. That's another one. I got to get on to making shirts again. I was designing them left and right. And you I just should. And we been. need to find someone to make animal clothing because uh, the creeps have, it's overwhelming. <laughs> I know. That I they see want. it all over. I ignore it the best I can. So, and then just lastly, I want to touch upon, uh, this was the last kind of update. I, of course, am constantly looking for Harmony Montgomery updates, yes. and there really hasn't been um, her father. They do have him uh, arrested, which is good for uh, other related abuse. crimes. Yeah. So that part's good. And recently, I don't know if you saw a bunch of family members and friends did go to an area where he was known to like take naps in his yep. car to to search and uh, they didn't find anything. His so. girlfriend died. We talked about that, I think. Yeah, that I she wasn't related to the case no, at all though. No, it was a new girl. Everyone thought that was oh, that was the one no, it wasn't. Right. This is you know, he was because cheating you know on what? his wife with this one. Because you know what, Mark, people want answers. Yeah, and I don't blame them. I do too. I got excited when I saw that me too. Me too. And that's what made me mad. The news yep. put it out there that's what they thinking do. it would be a great headline and it was, you know, Adam Montgomery's girlfriend died and you quick click it and you're like, oh, but then you read the whole story and it's like not related to anything. Not related. Come on, be better people, news people. Well, you guys aggravate me as that's well. That's not going to happen. It's let's, all for the views. Let's get Duke Castiglione and that other <laughs> Axelrod guy on the case. <laughs> Isn't that, what like, that guy's guys, name? Guys, those sound like porn names. Those really are. <laughs> they are. <laughs> I, I can't help myself. I love them. That's funny. Oh my God, Charity. It has already been 50 something minutes. This flew by. Wow. I kind of like this episode. Let us know if you guys did too. This is just kind of a little quick, fun update one. Need one of these once in a while. Nice Absolutely. little uh, break from the rough and tough world we usually report on. Exactly. There you go, guys. An episode full of douche. Make sure you follow the show on Facebook and Instagram, Case Watch Podcast. We might even hire my daughter to run the Twitter. And if you want to do that, it would be Case Watch Pod. <laughs> I am not Mark B. Charity is at charity underscore Case Watch. This has been the Case Watch Podcast. We'll see you on the next episode. Bye, guys. See ya.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.